The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. What a weekend. Oh my goodness. Of sports. Swain and Vent Fuel by Dead End Barbecue. Top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. It is Monday, the best day of the week. We are four minutes past the top of the hour. January 24th, 2022. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live here from the Low T Center Studio. Hour one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Our telephone number is the Iris Networks hotline, 865-255-03. Download the free Swain Event app for Android, Apple devices. Take it, take, the, take the show wherever you are. If you miss any part of the show, you can go back and check out the podcast. Posted every single day. Folks are like, Swain, how's the podcast? I'm like, podcast is good. The podcast is on on demand it each and every day. People don't realize is that this is a live show. This is not some show you just record and you post it and you edit it and take out the pieces that you don't like. No, this is a live show each and every day. 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. We just do it digitally. Right there on the app, SwainEvent.com. You can also view the show. So if you're sitting at home, you work a little bit later, you got the, the Roku hooked up, you got all these other Plugins hooked up. You can check us out on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook Live. So good morning, everybody. Most importantly, good morning to Ben McKee. What's up, Ben? Man, you dressed down today, man. Why you didn't wear the same outfit from um from the basketball game? <laughs> you was clean. Sure. <laughs> yeah, man. You was you was you was clean, man. You look clean. Good morning. I I I don't know that I looked as clean as you are depicting uh, i i did have on my cool gray jordan Ooh. 11s so it, it is that, right there that part was was definitely clean but other than that i mean it was it was just a pair of jeans and a flannel from bass pro shop that that was on sale when i was in memphis last bro what are you doing <laughs> I don't. I don't care. Hey man, when you when when there's a cool looking shirt and you get it from like Target, and it's and you bust it with some Jordans and some nice jeans, like everyone's gonna think that your outfit is is like super expensive just off the strength of the Jays. <laughs> exactly. So like I because of the Jays, I don't mind sharing the the rest of of the details to to my outfit to my fit. Man, you so clean. I had somebody on Twitter that's like. Look at, look at Ben. I don't know about all that. I look, look like ben. a like an alien in that photo that they took of me. Look at Ben. Zooming in, all fuzzy. Ben, clean out here. Must be the LSU-Tennessee game. Ben, want to <laughs> let them know how you do it up here in Knoxville. And man, no, I, I always look that that clean. Sure. You know who else had on uh, the, the cool gray Jordan 11s on uh, Saturday night? I mean, I know Lady Vol assistant coach had them all. I, I, I peeped those. Well, that was Sunday, not Saturday night. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know that. Um, let's see. Um, 
I know it wasn't Rick Barnes. No. Who was it? Tony Vitello. Oh yeah, yeah. Tony got you got to help Tony with his with his with his shoelace game. You're not really actually playing a game pickup, Tony. <laughs> you don't have to actually tie him up like you get ready to play. You gotta you gotta loosen him up, man. Let the ankles let the ankles roam free a little bit. I tie mine up. Super tight. I mean, no, not not super tight, but those shoelaces are, <laughs> are are so short that sometimes you don't have a choice but to tie them up super tight to make sure you have enough length of of shoelace to tie the shoe. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta wear those things loose, man. You gotta wear them loose. Those are not the shoes you wear where a pickup game pops off. You just ready to go. Mm-mm, you gotta change shoes. You gotta bring an extra pair. Yep, and those pair you tie up all the way to the ankle. But it's just like I, I do not wear them unless it is nothing but sunshine. Exactly, <laughs> out outside. That's, that's you, right. You have to be smart about where you where and when you wear them. That's right, man. That it, that is right. So, uh, yeah, that's right. Tony Vitello was rocking them. I did I did see him uh, on social media when he was with the t shirt gun. Oh yeah, Josh Heupel. Got a standing ovation, one media timeout. Said that Knoxville, Tennessee is is the best place on earth for college athletics. And then Tony Vitello and the baseball team got the next media timeout, and they got a standing ovation. Coincidence that, that um, you did all this against LSU? No. For the baseball? <laughs> yes. Just coincidence? Yes, I believe so. Okay. First, I think uh, school starts tomorrow. So Today? But today, mm-hmm. I, I I know your kiddos are back today. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> After, Thank you. Uh, the teachers got some tussing. They're feeling better. Supposedly, or they were supposed to be back last Monday, but Knox County had a shortage of teachers. Last Tuesday, last Monday was uh, MLK Day. So That's they, right. They was out for that day. The next day, they was out for snow. And the next three days, they were out for, um, they just they didn't have any teachers here in Knox County. So yeah. they are finally back. Today and I'm uh, I'm excited about it. Yeah, but baseball season is uh, almost here, and Tennessee is at Texas this upcoming Saturday. The following Saturday, Tennessee is at South Carolina, and then that that following Saturday, the second Saturday of February, I'm sure Tennessee has a a home basketball game, but. That's also like the week before Tennessee baseball play. So, no, I do not think it was a uh, – or, yes, I do think it was just a coincidence that <laughs> that the uh, the opponent happened to be LSU. And, and shout-out to uh, Diamond Vols on Twitter posting the side-by-side of uh, Paul Maneri <laughs> stressed out in the dugout playing Tennessee in Knoxville this past season. Had the side by side of of him and and Will Wade looking up to God on the jumbotron. I love it. Will, you have sinned one too many times in the world of college basketball. Basketball Jesus left you on your own on Saturday. Man, last you got week, what you deserved. I mean, last week I was kind of joking around about about him acting like a baby <laughs> and needing a pacifier, and you bringing the baby bag and the warm milk just in case he you know cries like a little baby. Will Wade literally got on the floor like a baby. Now, it was goaltending on Uros, but still. No. It was goaltending. No. But still. Olivier tipped it first. Nah. So it was 
it was a live ball. It was going down. It was goaltending. But still, like he was he was really a baby out there. He was really a baby. Man, how about them Tennessee volunteers? Um at home, this is a different basketball team, Ben, than on the road. And you got a tough test here soon on the road. Uh, at Texas, we know that game's going to mean everything. You do play Florida. We know how Tennessee plays against Florida, especially home. It's a whole lot better. But this team is a home team. The next challenge is can we get a win against a good team in Texas on the road? But these last two games, this has been a different basketball team, Ben, and I think the reason why is Uros. Uros mm-hmm. and Zakaz Ziegler, they have been, to me, the difference in the last two games. I think the way Uros plays with the edge, it takes pressure off of guys. It allows them to go out there and, and play a little bit more free. Um, Kenny Chandler um, had a, not the best day against Vanderbilt taking care of the basketball, but was better against against LSU. And the most important thing, Ben, you made shots. Yes. That's what it comes down to. Yes. I I, I don't know that the, the offense has been too different the last two games uh, Vanderbilt was certainly a struggle at times. And after the, the quick start against LSU on Saturday night, <laughs> there wasn't much offense um, beyond that. And there certainly wasn't much offense outside of Santiago Vescovi. I mean, without Santi's shooting there in the first half and, and four made three pointers. I mean, that, that could have been, would have been a, a totally different ball game. So the the offense continues to be frustrating the majority of the time. But when when you play defense the way that you have the past two weeks, then then you, you're going to have a, a chance to win every game you you play in. And it's it's not even necessarily the the execution on offense or or defense that has allowed Tennessee to have a big week this past week it, it was it was the mindset that that you mentioned and rick barnes talked about after the game and it's it's centered all around urosh and urosh being the shot in the arm that this basketball team needed just from a a mentality standpoint i mean he he has become the heart and soul of this basketball team he has and, and he's never going to be a guy that averages a double double or even 15 and, and eight that that's not going to be him but he he is he, he's the guy that is rough around the edges on the floor he's not rough around the around the edges off the floor he is a, a great young man but on the floor he is that Lamonte Turner Admiral Schofield Grant Williams rough around the edges that, that this basketball team needed. We, we talked about it just two weeks ago after the Kentucky game. That, that Monday after the Kentucky game, we, we discussed it last Monday that, that this team needed more guys that were willing to get in, your, in, in somebody's face and, and not back down. And just like Rick said after the game, it's, it's been exactly the shot in the arm that this basketball team needed. I mean, they need, they need to show some toughness. They were getting punked too much. Mm-hmm. And Uros has put – Put a stop to that. He has. This team plays with a with an edge now. In the last two games, they have. Can they continue? Can 
can the shot making continue? Because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. This team is built around uh, the three-point shot. Of course, you wanted to be able to throw the ball in the post and get production there. And, but Uros is a willing passer. He is 7-1, so he's able to see over most defenders. But, man, this team has, has played differently in, in the last two games, and um, especially at home, man. Beating beating an LSU team um, that, that had you down by almost 20 points at home, you clawed back, you scratched back, and got, and got close to make that game closer, still lost. And um, on the road against Kentucky, everybody in the country was going to lose Kentucky that night. But this team was just different, man, from, from home to away. Uh, I think about the Kansas, excuse me, the uh, Arizona game at home. This home crowd, man, is great for these players. These players feed off the home crowd. And that's still Arizona's only loss. Yep. They uh, they took care of business yesterday. Now, granted, the Pac-12 is, is very weak this year outside of Arizona and UCLA. USC's pretty good. Uh, Oregon is is not what they have been the last couple of years, but that that win over Arizona continues to to become a, a better and better win because I I think Arizona is now sixteen and one mm-hmm. on on the season and on a path to be a number one seed, and that that win over Arizona is really going to help Tennessee come tournament time when it's it's time to to seed teams. Great. Great win. It was a great win. Um, Friday, we had a well, we had a conversation about about recruiting, about NIL. Um, I saw that it was you know shared a lot amongst Vol Nation. I hope it continues to be shared because that's that's the truth, and I think people need to um, know the truth to a certain extent. And um, there's been you know a narrative that has been started. Don't know where it has been, where it was started, but it was, um, pro, you know, promoted and carried by you know guys with keyboards that people follow, guys with mics that people follow, and it just was wrong information. And so uh, Friday was about you know, setting the record straight. It was about you know sharing some insight as much as possible so folks understand kind of where we are, where we're going, what we need to do to go where we want to be, and some of the opportunities that Tennessee has in recruiting moving forward from the transfer portal, just important to, to share those things. So um, Friday was Friday was good, and if you missed any part of the show, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. If you have any questions about NIL, I encourage you to go back, listen to it, it was uh, very, very informative. I mean, at least I think so. I mean, I think I think it was pretty informative. But hey, maybe I'm a little biased. Maybe I'm a little biased. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Our number one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Uh, we'll take a quick little time out here. We'll get to the text box. How was the weekend? How was the weekend for you as a sports fan? Last night. Playoff games, oh my goodness. Yesterday's playoff games were were fabulous. Quarterbacks were on display yesterday, man. If it was Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, uh, they they played well. And then the next Tom Brady and Peyton Manning duel, duel in the AFC. 
Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. What a game. What a game to send us to our work week. What a game last night. Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, Trey Smith advances, Jawan Jennings advances. So we got a lot to talk about today. Emmanuel Mosley. Don't forget about Emmanuel Mosley. Emmanuel Mosley. Gosh, everybody freaked out on me when I pointed out that, that Jawan Jennings was, was headed to the NFC Championship game. Don't forget about Emmanuel Mosley. Emmanuel Mosley, too. I am aware, but my apologies, E-Man. But you don't move the me- the needle here in Knoxville or amongst all nation like Jawan does. That's true. But he all he he should be mentioned with the VFLs and playoffs. And I guarantee you, less than fifty percent of all nation realize that Emmanuel Mosley was the starting corner for the 49ers. Yeah, you're probably right. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. Stay with the Swain event. We'll be right. We'll be, uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. Top 100 barbecue restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup 
Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dan Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Man, shout out to uh, Evan Counts. Shout out to John Hill with the uh, super chat on, on YouTube, man. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Because I do owe Ben a dollar, right? You, you, you bet on uh, Tennessee to beat LSU. Kind of. What you mean, kind of? Well, I picked them on Thursday, and and yeah. and then... Once Saturday rolled around, I picked the LSU money line. Like in your head, you picked the money line, or like? No, I I legit picked the the LSU money line. Took an L, huh? Yep. And it uh, well, I I had a four game money line parlay on Saturday. That I took uh, the the Auburn money line, they won over Kentucky. I took the Florida money line over Vanderbilt. 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 Come on, Ben, you gotta get deep. And that's what it is. And Florida took care of business big time against Vanderbilt. Better on. Saturday, so I was I was feeling good, and and then Tennessee ruined it. Every time I've bet against Tennessee this year, I've I've been wrong, like legitimately bet against Tennessee this year, and and now granted, yeah. it, it it's only been a a you deserve it a couple of games. It was it's only been two games where I've bet against them i think and it was the arizona game i i did not like that matchup yeah me too. and then lsu just has tennessee's number so i i i picked uh 
the LSU money line, which I, I strongly regret in hindsight. Obviously, not obviously Tennessee won, but also because of the, the players that were missing for LSU and, and the players that are banged up for LSU. I, I strongly regret that pick, but I did take the under once again, and, and the under did hit, and the under did make me money. So it, it made up for the couple of dollars I, I lost on on the the four game parlay. I also had A and M money line to beat Arkansas, and they lost by two in overtime. Sorry, Ben. So I I, I nearly raked in like fifty bucks, but uh, Tennessee went off on LSU and. Arkansas narrowly escaped against A&M. Um, ben, I had a fabulous week in the world of parlays last week. Now, I did lose more than I, than I won. But you do little sissy parlays. Excuse me? Yeah, you heard me. You do little sissy parlays. You you do like two things in your parlay. That That is what I consider a sissy parlay. A real parlay is when you have like four or five things. In your parlay. What's the objective here? Make money. Okay. But you make more money if if you add a third or a fourth or a fifth. If you hit. To your parlay. Correct. But just find something that you like. So. You you try out three, four, five leg parlays this weekend and tell me how your parlay success goes. You do this You do this math on these wins and, and let me know what will you have a problem. <laughs> no, what, what I low-key do is I'll I'll do like two parlays. Like I'll I'll like on uh on Saturday I'll do I did the four game parlay. Those were the four SEC games that I felt really good about. And then what I'll do is I'll I'll go back and do like a two game parlay kind of like what you do to where I, I am nearly certain that that these two are gonna hit and then that way if I don't get the the four leg or five leg parlay then I make the money back with the the two leg parlay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I did three team parlay. Um, what's today? Probably Friday, Thursday, Friday. And um, that was an NBA. I did three team parlay. So I hit that one. I hit three parlays last week um, two basketball and um, two NBA and then one NFL. And I took the Rams to cover two and a half. And I took the over on Buffalo, Kansas City, and I was man, I was nervous at the end of the third quarter. How big was the over? Uh, fifty four. Fifty four. So um, I was I was nervous in the third quarter because you know Kansas City kicked the field goal. They went to halftime fourteen fourteen. So I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, we good, but we good. Let me get another half like that. But the third quarter didn't didn't. Give me that. Give me those fireworks. Now, in the fourth, when Buffalo scored the touchdown and uh, got the two point conversion, that's that's when I hit hit the over. Everything after that was was gravy. It's amazing how like differently you watch the game and and cheer for a team uh, when you when you have a bet on it when yes. it's the over under. <laughs> you just you don't care who wins because I didn't care who won between Buffalo and Kansas City after I, you know my over hit. Now I was. Happy for Trey Smith, but I didn't. I was just happy the parlay hit, and um, so I had a, I had a nice week. I was happy for Trey Smith, but I, I'll be honest, I, I did want Josh Allen and the Bills to get over the hump. Me too. I, and I I don't dislike Patrick Mahomes. 
I if on on my likable meter, I, this is I, 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 I don't even care because I, I don't, I'm not on TikTok. I, I, I don't see him as much as others do. And his brother's not going to affect my opinion on Patrick. Um, so I, I lean towards liking Patrick Mahomes and, and I like Travis Kelsey. I, I don't like Tyreek Hill because he is, he, he is a bad person, but, um, it, it's not really anything against the chiefs. I'm just kind of tired of the chiefs four straight AFC championship games now. And I've really started to like Josh Allen. And and I liked the Stefan Diggs storyline, that photo of him kind of watching the Chiefs celebrate next year with with hopes of motivating him for the offseason. And the Josh Allen just is absolutely elite. He is top five, no doubt, quarterback in, in this league. So sorry, Trey. I'm happy for you. I'll be definitely rooting for you this upcoming weekend against the Bengals. But I, I don't know. I, I wanted Josh Allen to get over the hump. And I feel bad for Bills fans. You know, every, everybody talks about the, the Cowboys and, and, and some of these other teams. Has anybody, like, over the course of history, had it worse than the Bills when, when you consider – what was it? Four straight Super Bowls that they that they went to and and lost, and, and now it's two <laughs> straight run-ins with the Chiefs that are going to prevent them from from getting to the Super Bowl. Thirteen seconds, man. Yes, thirteen seconds. You have to lead. Thirteen seconds. Two plays, and the Chiefs get into field goal range to, to kick it. If you, like it comes down to quarterback play and coaching decisions in the playoffs. We've seen that uh, rear its ugly head in two games, last night with Kansas City and Buffalo, and then Saturday with the Tennessee Titans and and the Bengals. I mean, how do you lose if you are the Titans? How do you lose when you have nine sacks on the opposing team? Quarterback, quarterback play. Quarterback play and, decision and coaching range. decisions. I mean, why go for two? I don't care if it was for the one-inch line. Why go for two? And risk not getting it. And I understand that the field goal is not guaranteed either because they backed it up. But what is the difference between being up one and being up two? You're still up. You're still up. And the game is totally different. You win the game. I know it's easy to look back um, hindsight. But still, it, that was a head scratcher for me when uh, the Titans went for two. It wasn't even that coaching decision that, that bothered me in in the Titans game. Because you and I were texting uh, about that, and I personally do not mind running the ball with Derrick Henry from from the one-inch line. Go out there and execute. That, that's that's kind of the, the way that, that I look at that. But I cer- certainly understand what, what you were saying. My preference is to hand it off to, to Derrick Henry from, from the one-inch line. What I didn't like was late in the game – on third and two, oh, yeah. I'm assuming it was a read option. I mean, I guess we don't know for sure what what the play call was, but it appeared to be a, a read option <laughs> with Tannehill. And I know he has great legs, but again, I'm I'm giving the ball to Derrick Henry. I'm I'm giving the ball to Derrick Henry on back to back plays. And and on the fourth, what was it fourth and one? You got to go out there and execute. But on on the third and two. Running with Tannehill, I I did not like that whatsoever. It, it was just little things like that, and Tannehill what was the biggest issue 
on on Saturday for the Titans. The 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 defense played exactly the way that that I thought that they would. They they've been slept on the majority of the season, and Tannehill just peed down his leg. He did. No, he did. He did. He and did. and speaking three, of three speaking of that quarterback play, something I appreciated about yesterday, Swain, was that you know the the quarterbacks that get the most talk in the NFL are Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and and rightfully so. And and people do talk about Josh Allen, obviously, and and do talk about Matthew Stafford. But I I well I know it kind of changed because the the Chiefs were ended up winning but I was thinking this with those 13 seconds left that it's really cool that like Josh Allen and Matthew Stafford they're gonna have their moment now like everybody talks about Mahomes and and Brady all the time and and now Stafford is is having his moment Josh Allen is is having his moment I I thought that was a a really cool part of of Sunday and it would have been even more so had the Bills been able to pull it off and I'm gonna push back on something that you uh said last segment please not not that drastic but everybody and it, it's not just you it's everybody oh how many more rematches over the next 10 years are we gonna have of of josh allen and patrick mahomes uh that young man up in cincinnati ohio is gonna have something to say about that how, how many matchups of joe burrow and patrick mahomes are we gonna have how many matchups of of joe burrow and josh allen are are we going to have the 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 quarterback situation in the AFC, there, there are some Mount Rushmore type of quarterbacks in that league right now. Yeah, I mean Joe Burrow has already um, his Bengals, his teammates already beat the Kansas City Chiefs late in the season. I think people look at the Bills and the Chiefs being here for a while because they they just played for um, an AFC Championship game last year and they played for a berth in the championship game this year and. Both of those teams are a little bit better constructed right now than the Bengals. We'll see a lot about the Bengals this weekend um, for sure, but, hey, man, Joe Burrow's here. He is that dude. I, I agree with you. And he's not going to be be scared this weekend. Nah. The, the Chiefs are obviously much further along in terms of building a team, but Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and, and those other weapons on, on offense, Joe Mixon, C.J. Uzuma, they are not going to be scared in, in Arrowhead this weekend. And did you see the Chiefs? <laughs> I know Tyron Matthew went out with a with a concussion. Yeah, but whoo, Joe Burrow against that Chiefs secondary, Patrick, I'd be nervous if I was a Chiefs fan. We'll see if Patrick Mahomes throws three interceptions, and you have coaching malpractice from Randy Reed too. Yeah, um, we'll see. You know, I think the Bengals benefited from that man. Nine sacks. Offensive line needs a ton of work there with Cincinnati. But yeah, they're they're the team to watch. Them and the Chargers uh, with, with young quarterbacks. So. Um, Hitting at the text box, Ball Grizz Cubs says the Bengals better build that O-line. Uh, Andy Mizuno Golfer says OC for the Titans lost his mind. They could have went three and out, punted, and went to overtime. Um, Will Good says it was a real option. Coach said uh, after the game when he was asked. Um, Jennifer Morris, interested to hear a little bit more about the Uro story. Uh, after learning he came to the U.S. when he was 12 without his parents and make complete sense why he's hardcore i want to give him a hug and have my hubs cook him whatever he wants especially <laughs> except lsu players on a stick oh yeah you cooking them lsu players to expand on on that comment real quick 
Urosh had two top-notch quotes after the game, and I asked him kind of, why are you the way that you are <laughs> in terms of, of, of not backing down from anybody, essentially? And, and he said that I came over to America on my own when I was 12 to pursue the game of basketball. I have put literally my life into the game of basketball. I had to make adult decisions as a kid and and live on my own and be away from my family for so many years to pursue this dream. And when you put that much into the game of basketball, there there's just you're not gonna let anything stop you from from being successful and you know becoming a player that is going to be effective on the floor. And I thought that was 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 very telling. I think one of the coolest things in life, man, is when you figure out who you are. Growing up as a as a kid, going through your teenage years, you graduate from high school, you go to college, um, you, you get your degree from college, you're still trying to figure out what you're going to do. But, like, one of the coolest things in life, man, is just kind of figure out who you are. As you're growing up, sometimes you go through phases where you're trying to be someone that you're not. Everyone goes through it, but the, the light bulb cuts on. It's like, hey, man, this is who I am. This is this is this is what's important to me. This is how I'm built. And I think Uros is is like at that point, has been at that point, but now he's at that point as a basketball player too. He's comfortable in his role. He's comfortable in his own skin. I think that's why we're seeing the best out of Uros, the best he's playing in his, out of his entire career. I also loved when he said. They they wanted to win a fight. We wanted to win the basketball game, but I think we won both. <laughs> he said they wanted to win a fight. We wanted to win a basketball game, and then he paused for a moment and said, but I think we won both. <laughs> oh, do they, they fight in the alley? Like Anchorman? LSU tried. Is there another fight we another game? Another, uh, another match we didn't hear about? I've never seen LSU act the way – I've never seen a team act the way that LSU did before the game. Damn fools. Throwing basketballs into the stands just because it bounced onto your side of the, the floor when when they were warming up. And and you look at the video of, of folks jawing, and they look to be assistant coaches, not just managers, but they were on the bench next to Will Wade throughout the game, the, the same people that were in the video from the pregame. One of, one of those assistant coaches is Tasman Mitchell. Um, I remember Tasman Mitchell when he was an eighth grader. Eighth grader. There was a camp in Birmingham, Alabama, Birmingham Southern, called Colonnade. It was like the, some of the best players in the in the South. And um, I remember when Tasman Mitchell came in there as an eighth grader. And they were like, uh, this dude is going to be the next one. He wound up being the number one player out of Louisiana, played at LSU, but now he's assistant coach. He wasn't in the mix, was he? He wasn't mixing it up, was he? I don't. I don't know the names. I know the faces. I don't. I don't know the names. I'm gonna pull up, I'm gonna pull up the the roster. I the don't. Staff. I don't know the names. I, I forget who tweeted it. Oh, it was, it was Wes Rucker that tweeted it, and, and we talked about it on on Friday. Now we mentioned it in regard to Penny, and uh, Penny being more annoying than Will Wade, 
and that is quite the accomplishment. I, I, I don't know who is more annoying between Penny Hardaway and, and Will Wade. They're, Will they're, Wade. they're more annoying in, in different ways. Will, Will Wade is more annoying in-game. Penny Hardaway is more annoying outside of <laughs> the game and just kind of day-to-day and, and his comments. But in terms of in-game, as Wes pointed out on Twitter and, and as we've mentioned here on the show, you know how annoying you have to be to be in the same conference as Bruce Pearl and be the most hated coach in the conference. That's right. So Bruce Bruce is one of the most hated coaches in the country by other coaches. But now that goes to to Will Wade. We have this cool if you're watching on um Twitter today and and, and YouTube and Twitch and Facebook Live good people that's on the chat box on YouTube. You get a chance to see. You get a chance to see what's going on over there on YouTube. And um, taking a look at, at YouTube, looks like we got some trolling already on a Monday. Good morning, Papa T. Evan, John, Willard says Swain is for conversation as long as everyone agrees with him. NIL not being good to the Vols. You're just wrong. Yeah, man. You, you're wrong, bro. Who said that? Willard Smith. Willard, I would love for you to show your work. Willard, you are just simply wrong. Please show me that work, Willard. also says that um, I'm on the Uros train now, but I was wanting him to transfer offseason and didn't want him getting playing time two weeks ago. Uh, Yeah. Because Urosh was was playing terribly. Yeah, I don't want anybody playing who plays bad. And um, I don't think I've ever said that I wanted him to transfer. No. We talked about his him being the best teammate. But that second message, I knew it was trash after I read the first one. And he said that the NIL has not been good to the balls. Which is like, there are like two people who, who tweeted me, you owe Urosh an apology. Uh, no, I don't. Urosh has played dictates my opinions. <laughs> he's played better. He's he's played better. And last week when he started against Vanderbilt, everybody was throwing Rick under the bus before the conclusion of the game. And I was standing up for Urosh talking and, and have spoke highly about Urosh the last couple of weeks, even before it became cool over the last couple of days. I don't yeah. owe Urosh an apology. Yeah, folks act like Urosh has played like this the entire season. Like, y'all, stop. He, he, his play dictates what we say on there. Just trying to get that 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 Twitter clout, man. Stop. Urosh has had his best two games of, of his career in the last two games. So Let's see if he can keep it going. Yeah, yeah. I've always liked Uros. I've always loved his energy. I always loved how he's a great teammate. But now he's even being a better teammate because he's helping them win with his play. He's helping them on the court and off the court. Off the court. He's a better teammate now than ever. 865-255-03. Be right back. At work, can't call in. Don't feel bad. You can talk to the guys on the text box. It's part of the free Swain event app. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup 
or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at NobodyTrashesTennessee.com. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to atfcu.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. Hey there, Swain of Imp fam. I've been thinking about other ways I can assist you with the real estate world. As you know, it's not just about buying, selling, and investing in new property today. It's also being a resource when you need a contractor or roofer. Or maybe you need a real estate attorney to assist with probate questions. Or maybe you have a family member in Alabama that needs a realtor to help them sell their home and get the heck out of there and back to Tennessee. All of these things and more are in my wheelhouse. So give me a call, Jennifer Morris, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of Quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search 
is over. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by the Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. It is time for Attaboy, highlighting good stories over the weekend. And um, Ben, where are you going for your Attaboys today, man? Seems like you got a couple in the chamber. Yeah, just uh, two quick ones. It was it was a pretty good sports weekend. Uh, the Grizzlies split. They, they had a big win over the Nuggets on Friday night. Looked awful last night against the Mavs and also would have liked to have seen the Titans win. But out, outside of those two developments, it was it was a, a, a fun sports weekend and a, a good sports weekend. We talked about Tennessee taking care of business against LSU, talked about the NFL weekend, but want to give an add-a-girl to the Lady Vols for another top 25 win. This one, a road win over number 13, Georgia. They remain undefeated in SEC play. They have been absolutely uh, tremendous. So want to recognize their achievement yesterday afternoon. They they were terrific yet again. And then uh, also want to go a, a little UFC. UFC 270 was terrific as well. Uh, the main event, Francis Ngannou versus Sarah Gan. And it was not the the fight that anybody expected. Everybody expected one of those men to go to sleep, but Francis Ngannou was content on wrestling for the first time in, in his career. But I'm giving him an attaboy because he said afterwards that three weeks ago he he hurt his knee and he tore his MCL completely he hurt his acl and all that stuff he said wanted to call out this fight but i couldn't see myself retreating from this fight because it was a moment for me to make a statement and to remind people that i am the champ so 
not only was it a, a, a fairly good main event fight, again, wasn't the, the knockout blow that everybody wanted to see, but, but it was still pretty entertaining. And I just, I, I like it when athletes don't take the easy way out. It, it was a big test for him. And through three weeks ago, when he tears up his knee, he could have could have bailed, but decided to uh, tough it out, and and he picked up a win. So, uh, a, a very good sports weekend, aside from the Titans losing, and and even that, although it was an ugly football game, it was an entertaining, close football game, and uh, contributed to a a great NFL playoff weekend. The Lady Vols, man, that beat a good basketball team. I mean. Johnny Taylor, that Georgia basketball program is good. Uh, they made a nice little run last year, and and uh, Georgia's girls' ball, ball is is good. Uh, that was a big win on the road. Um, Jordan Horst, I remember when she was a freshman, Ben. Remember we talked about how talented she was, but mentally just just she played like a freshman. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's played like a freshman, and now the game looks like it's so much slower to her. And uh, Tamara Key, she is you know being a force in the middle, using her size. I mean. You're not gonna get a shot over her. Uh, you're not. And if, if she doesn't get to it, naturally block it, she's going to alter your shot. She'll make you think about going into the paint. So these Lady Vols right now, now they have been on a tear, only losing one game this season, undefeated in SEC play. Um, best start I think I saw since two thousand and eight. Uh, yes, seven eight. seven eight. Yeah. So when they won a national title, great. Yeah, man, great job, Kaylee Harper and the Lady Vols. Y'all are. Man, y'all are uh, y'all doing it. Fun to watch. Fun to watch, yeah, for sure. 865-255-03. STL Vol 84 says best part about Kelly Harper is it used to be when uh, this team going to fall apart. Now, when I watch, it's when is the spark going to happen and going to take the game over. I love to see it. So um, before, you just knew that it was going to fall apart, just didn't know when. And um, now it's, hey, we know this team is going to make a run or, or get out in front. Just don't know when it is. That's the message from STL Vol 84. Um, that was on a text box on, on man, YouTube, YouTube chat. That's a party over there on YouTube chat. It's a party. Willer says... Not sure you see any results with the NIL. Um, look at how Tennessee closed in the recruiting. Look how Tennessee closed. And go and look at the commitments in the month of December. Go and look at the defensive players that you were able to bring in in the month of December. Go look at the running back that was picking between Tennessee and Auburn. Go look at the, that running back's Twitter account, Justin Williams, and go look at what he said about Spire. And um, just go, just look, look at how Tennessee closed. And Tennessee was able to get a commitment from a kid that all along wanted to be at Texas, never took a visit to Tennessee, and committed to Tennessee. That should that should tell you something right there. Yes, and as you illustrated. On on Friday, the the <laughs> the show that he is complaining about and calling you one one minded, <laughs> one sided conversation. You illustrated. Uh, it appears he had a hard time listening. 
what Tennessee's issue is right now, and that's spots. It's numbers. With, with, with transfers, the issue right now is spots and numbers, not NIL. Not at all. No, it's not NIL. You got you got a spot or two available right now, and uh, that's the issue more than NIL game plan. Now, when the spring concludes and there's more spots that are available, we'll see who's in transfer portal and who Tennessee's able to get. I think Tennessee's in a great position for Brew McCoy. I think Tennessee's out in front there. His stuff at USC has to officially close, and then uh, he'll be ready to rock and roll wherever he, he may go. But I think Tennessee's in a good spot. Hour two is coming up. Stay with us.